Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. You are listening to Lunch Hour Anime, Anime Special. I'm Rage. I'm Jolly. And I'm Jen. Just Jen. Nothing weird. Today we're talking about a certain magical index. You can support this show and the Night of Living Geeks Network by going to patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere else you enjoy your podcast. If you like this show, take a moment to rate us on iTunes. Past episodes can be found at N-O-T-L-G.com slash L-H-A-S. Kuchoso, arigatou gozaimasa. Mata kite kudasai. the best episode in a while. Why? Lots of boobs. Oh, we finally met the girl. The Hyo- girl. Hyoka has a rack. All right. We finally met that teacher from, from the, the intro. The, the anti-skill teacher from the intro. Who's an AP teacher. Yes. Awesome. And then um, uh, Best Girl's Valley of Her Breasts. Apparently, the Valley what of... What Valley of... <laughs> oh, I mean, compared to her... They both are flashes. Uh, yeah, I know, but you know. I guess They're 14. <laughs> I guess an anthill is bigger than a plateau. I mean, I'm just glad that there's boobs in here that I can provide on because they're not on a 14-year-old. <laughs> like, that teacher is obviously a grown-ass woman. It's, it's amazing, so it makes too. makes it okay. It is the complete opposite of, of oh, God, what's her name? Little pink hair. Lola? The, the Lolita. Kurome. 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 Yeah. yeah, because she teaches all the stupid people. And you have the AP teacher who teaches all the smart people. Yeah. And then you have the... Tall with boobs and small with nothing. Yeah. Small like a fucking 12-year-old. And so, you know, I like this episode. This, I'm not, I'm always surprised at the schizophrenia of this show. Like, the first half was stupid blah blah happy shit and then suddenly... And I know it's because evil. I know it's supposed to be like that, but there's it feels like just a sharp contrast. It, it would almost it's like almost like being at a comedy show, where the guy's on stage and you're laughing your ass off, and then some dude walks up and just shoots him behind the head. Really, I would have actually just gone with the and then he starts propaganda for you know save the world. There was a movie like that with a mall cop, not Paul Blart. What was the other one? Observe and report. Yes. That movie is fucking weird. It was just a really terrible movie until the end where it goes completely sideways. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? Wait, you see a movie that I haven't seen? <laughs> I don't, you don't like, I don't think you like that guy. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> Seth Rogen. Uh, and I then, like Seth Rogen. Oh. There's another one, Extract is also like the two. Extract is really weird. Oh. I, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just the, sh- the show, I was, it, it turned, it turned the weirdness slash comedy up to 11 and then it immediately like brought it back and then um, I, I should expect that from the show it just feels a little too extreme too schizophrenic. we're like uh, we have four episodes left three now after this one and it's like there's some imaginary number five element school district thing that apparently is the, the force behind the real behind the thing actually controlling Academy City but I haven't heard about that before now. Yeah, nobody's heard about that before. And then, then they reference, oh, so that does exist. It's like, when was this ever mentioned before? <laughs> yeah, when was it ever even a myth? I don't know. 
It was not a thing until it was a thing. Maybe that's what upside down white hair guy is. He probably is like the 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 administrator, president, <laughs> president for the school, the student president, student body president. It would be a student body president. You see, I'm actually saying he's an older adult actually running the school, and you're sitting here thinking he's just a student. Well, that would be anime. It would be anime, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's a student with a disability. That's why he's in a tank upside down. Yep. I don't know, I, I still can't get the fact that Perv Boy is an actual... Perv? Um, magic guy. Tsuji Mikado? Yeah, oh, I, I, still can't, I still can't get over that. <laughs> it still feels like such an ass pull of like, shit, we need, we need a new character. Let's but, just take this one that we already have. See, but it's either... but he, he, At least there, he's not a totally new character. True. I mean, like, I like the, these I, guys. Yeah, I appreciate that because it's like, oh, there's something like... I mean, you have to balance between, oh, my God, everybody has a secret life or a secret thing. So, like, I appreciate that one person had the secret thing and that the other guy really is just a stupid fucking pervert. (laughs) He's great. I intentionally didn't do my homework. I intentionally forgot to do my homework so that she would yell at me. (laughs) That's awesome. I really like that character. They need to have him in there more. Yes. He's in season two. So if you want to see him more, we have to watch season two, which I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to either. I'm not going to watch Railgun either. Uh-oh. No. Not doing it. This is how excited I am for it. <laughs> well, it doesn't help that it's a rainy day. Yeah. Some sort of conclusion would be nice here, but they're just adding new shit. Yeah, they're not going to have one. No, I mean, they are... You're saying that, but if this is the ramp-up to the final arc, right, um, it's not a bad one, because the the woman wearing black at the end, the golem lady, she is from the same church as Index. Right? Mm-hmm. The Necessarious Church. Himigame came back, so Himigame is back in this show. Mm-hmm. One way or another. Like, a lot of the random threads are starting to pull back inward a little bit. Railgun has showed back up. Toma's actually in this episode. Like, a lot of the stuff that kind of randomly was happening are not pulling back in, like, in a cohesive way, but like, oh, remember this character from five episodes ago? She still exists, by the way. <laughs> but that's what it's, that's exactly what it feels like. Random. It's just like, it almost is like, oh, shit. We need, they're like, they're looking at the watch it. We need to wrap this up. I'm telling you, it feels like different writers for every one of these arts. See, but like to have Himegami come back, she didn't have to. You don't need a transfer student. Nobody would care. Nobody's really paying attention to what time of the year it is and like school starting up and transfer students coming in. Like, no, nobody's paying attention to that. You don't have to bring Himegami back in. You could have just not. <laughs> then who's going to give the exposition about the new girl? I don't know. Suchimikado. We were some earlier. Like, you can, you can do it. You can do it simpler without having to bring up, uh, like, an upside-down tank person, Sushi Mikado himself. Like, like all these characters that we haven't seen that have been randomly in these arcs that we haven't seen for a while. Like, they're, they're showing back up again to remind you that they exist. Because we only saw upside tank person once before. Yes. So you see him again, which confirms that what's-his-name is actually a double agent. Double agent, yeah. Steel or Sushi Mikado? Sushi Mikado. And then... And then you got... But this is, if this is necessary, Carrie Isimus wears half pants and red guy. They're not there yet. Calm down. They're coming. They might be reassigned. Anyway, 
I mean, he even told yeah, Suchi I mean, Mikado not to get involved. He's like, I don't want you involved in this. It's going to be true. Their assignment was to watch Index to make sure that she got her mind erased after one year. That was fucking screwed up like ten episodes and ago. And the only reason we saw, <laughs> what's his name again, the redhead with the barcode? I don't even remember their Steel. names. Steel. Steel was because he got assigned to do something else. Yeah, the angel there. thing, the angel fall. No, Angel Fall was the the half pants. Style, style oh, yeah. got, no, uh, still was um, the alchemist. Izzard, Izzard, yeah. yes. So that's the only reason we're seeing them again. They're not there for anything other than that. They've been reassigned. That's it. So they're not here because they haven't been assigned to this yet. It ha- it's not blown enough out of proportion. It just feels weird that they'd rather bring a new character than these established ones. So upside down in a tank person... Who has, doesn't have a name. Has the power that Lola was talking about, where she can sense where espers are, what their powers are, and their general power level. That's his ability. Like Professor X and Cerebro. <laughs> <laughs> he's sticking out and the that's, mutants. That's why it's upside down in a tank, because otherwise he's overwhelmed with all that sensing espers and the ambient fields. The tank helps dampen that. Oh, okay, so you're thinking he's like a... Charles Xavier character. Okay. Yeah, like he totally feels the energy of all espers all the time. That's interesting. I just think it's aesthetics. He just likes it. I mean, it could be. It really, really could be. It could be that fucking dumb and stupid. And he has the and he has the he has the big ass room because he can. Like he said, he's the president of this place. So when he walks in, he's like, oh. I want to be hanging upside down, and I just want a big ass empty room. It's not only a big ass room. It's a big ass room that nobody can get to. Without magic. He had, um, yeah. Stuicato had to hitch a ride with somebody because he can't do it right now. Yeah, upside down person's He's executive used assistant. his Esper powers too long that he has been neglecting his magic and couldn't use it correctly. So, not only is he just aesthetically in this giant-ass room in a tank, that's upside, and he's upside down for a fact, why not? He's in a room that no one can get to. <laughs> he likes his privacy. He has pictures of half pants that he doesn't want anyone else to know he has. That's true. I mean, if you if you just went into an empty room, you might you might find girls changing. Apparently, <laughs> this is an empty fucking classroom. I hear voices. Oh. Well, it wasn't just, it wasn't just any voices. He it was watching him. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And then he opens up. He's like, "Like, oh. why are you here? Why are you still here? <laughs> fucking leave. <laughs> Go the fuck home." She's kind of dumb. So she put a $50... Put a $50 bill in a fucking thing. Uh, into a food machine. <laughs> Luckily, she was able to get that back. I mean, it's fine. It's the only bill she had. I'm guessing would have given her change. A shitload of quarters. Fuck a load of quarters, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't give change in bills. But the Japanese currency system is a lot easier. Say, don't they have, like, dollar... They have $5 coins. $5 so it wouldn't uh, be... It wouldn't be, be like... Bad. Wouldn't be like here if we put a fifty dollar. We're getting about a sack full of coins you can kill someone with. <laughs> the yeah. one dollar coins. Yeah, but they have like five dollar coins. The, their lowest currency is a ten, so it's not horrible. It's still like fifty dollars in the thing. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, but again, our machines here don't usually give change, and they don't usually give back your bill once it's in there. Yeah. So Japan. Japan rocks, man. Way technologically depends. <laughs> you return your bills on a vending machine. Hey, man, if they have enough... Item <laughs> technology. If they have enough time and energy to think about something like that, think of all the bigger things they have. 
blew your mind. They Actually, I keep seeing... The proprietary Gundams at uh, 7-Eleven, which are fucking sick. Uh, I keep seeing ads pop up on my Facebook about a hotel in Japan run completely by electronic dinosaurs. That's pretty fucking sweet. You need to find that. It is. It is. They check you in. They check you out. It's apparently like right down the way from Tokyo Disney. Because <laughs> it was advertising. Hey, come stay here. Everything's electronic. I just, I just electronic. think my daughter would fucking love that. <laughs> uh, when it pops up, I'll send it to you. My first thought was my kids would love that. My second thought is God, I hope it's not actually a sex thing. Because Japan. <laughs> No, uh, it's just a okay. hotel. Okay. It's a hotel. And then you have like a robot that controls everything, you know, from TV to AC in See, your like, room. You probably That's... could, Andy. You just have to pay the extra for the private suite. No, no. Not that I want it for a sex thing. Uh, but I'm, I'm always thinking like, okay, Japan, that sounds really cool. I love hotel. Also, Japan, it's a 50-50 shot. It might sound cool. But it might also be a sex thing. Like, no matter what it is. I don't know that they'd have a sex thing that close to Tokyo Disney, just because it's Disney. Disney that, probably would pay for that not to be there. Yeah, but it's Japan. People would probably pay for it to be there. Sex things everywhere. Disney sex thing. <laughs> hey. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's probably somebody selling Disney hentai around the corner from Tokyo Disney. Was there? I'm certain. Uh, not that I can recall, but they don't exactly do that in, like, corner stands. You'd probably have to go inside an actual store for their doujins. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, they have they have a comic kit, for Christ's sake, which is the biggest one big-ass doujin, like, marketplace once a year where you just, people sell their own, their own comics. And I can, I, like, most of that shit is sex shit. And a lot of that shit is... Fan work shit. So you can only imagine that the two, the two, the Venn diagram kind of overlaps a little bit. Yeah. I love how far we strayed from the anime. Yeah, well, yeah. we went from, we went from technology to hentai. This is just, it's just a transitional episode. These are characters that will matter for the future arc. Get to know them a little bit. Oh, remember this person? Remember that person? They're remember still the thing? alive. Apparently, that episode like five episodes ago was yesterday too. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like that whole, like... The uh, whole thing with Accelerator was Accelerator in the background. Accelerator and the baby, baby, baby best character. That was all, like, the it same time. It was the same time, yeah. 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 I mean, I think those two episodes probably happened in the course of a single night. Yeah. yeah sounds like no. that. Well, Accelerator's he fell, he fell did two. Yeah, Accelerator's two nights. Accelerator yeah. was actually visually two nights. Yeah. Yeah. But they pretty much were overlapping. Yeah. Anyway, the real episode will hit me next one. <laughs> With all the talking? Yeah. There's a lot of talking in this one at the end where she was like going into her exposition about God and the earth and it's like, okay, you're crazy talking to yourself, lady. Yeah. <laughs> the magic makes you crazy. She obviously needs to get taken out. I need to see Index turn into like machine murder mode again. Yeah, I was going to say, Index needs to do something. Because that was one that like... That was when the weird exposition was actually fun to watch. When she was like randomly calling up Grim Roars and going to attack mode. <laughs> now she's worried about if Toma likes her or not. She has feelings. See, I just feel like the promise of the show after the first four or five episodes was completely bankrupt after that. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't even know if she has the grimoires anymore. I mean, she literally has done nothing. Nothing. Well, she's only even been in half the episode since then. What if that was the whole stupid thing about the fucking mind white? Was that if she goes on for a year, all her memories overwrite the fucking grimoires. Yeah, that was the whole thing, yeah. Yeah, and so now they're just gone. So no one gives a shit about Index because those grimoires are fucking gone. No, yeah, but that's the, that's the whole point is that was bullshit. Yeah. But uh, after that, like, there's been no movement on that storyline no, I mean, at, like, 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 at like, all. You there's call no it... mention of it. There's nothing. I mean, there's mention of it, but there really isn't, like, proof that she has or ha- does not have yeah, it that, anymore. Yeah, that's the thing. That's, like, that's why you call it bullshit. I think it actually happened. I mean, like, well, like, 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 because like, but, now the memories are overwriting the grimoires, and now they're like, well, fuck. But either way, it's been 15 episodes, and we don't know what the hell is going on with her. Has it? Hasn't it? What's the church doing? Who the fuck knows? There's no word of it. Ever. But Accelerator is a good guy now. By the way, Accelerator is a good guy. I don't think we've... And actually, the whole Accelerator thing is not related. It's related to the sisters in the Mizaka network, which has nothing to do with the next either. (laughs) Nothing. Strictly speaking, Accelerator does not even need to exist for the storyline. The Misaka sisters network doesn't even have to exist. For Index's storyline. This is why I think there are multiple writers. It's just like, okay, I'm done with my part. Here you go. Here's your turn. Yeah. Put your story in there. How this got greenlit for a season two, I'll never fucking know. <laughs> season two and the spinoffs. Season two, season three, two spinoffs. Bullshit. Good game? Good game. <laughs> <laughs> This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.